0: So remember, the key here, programs, policies, that's what d is. It's not just a thought, not a trend. It's something that you're
1: going to actually put into place. The B2B Marketing Exchange was created with one goal in mind, to help B2B practitioners across marketing and sales be better at their jobs. Now we're bringing the insights from the stage to your ears. These are the tips and tools you need to succeed. This is the B2B Marketing Exchange Podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the B2BMX podcast. I'm your host, Claudia Tirico, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Kelly Lindenau. Kelly, what's up? How's it going? It's going great. So we're here today with another replay about a cause that's near and dear to our hearts here at DGR, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. So we're revisiting HubSpot's presentation at the Scottsdale B2B Marketing Exchange titled, why DEI is vital to your business's success. Start by diversifying your marketing team. Natalie Gulot discussed the future of DEI in business and marketing and shared some key metrics in ways DEI is beneficial to organizations. So without further ado, let's bring things back to Scottsdale for a little replay. I'm to
0: tell you a story because I'm a transparent type of person. I'm going to try to engage with you all as you can see. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a secret. You guys ready? I will stress the heck out about talking to you all today and I'm going to tell you why. It's not because I'm nervous to speak. I'm fine with that. It's not because I haven't spoken before. I have. It's because it's 2022 and as a black woman, I'm having to convince people that diversity is important. That stresses me out, that some people don't know that. However, here's the positive, okay? Let's be positive. You all are here, so I have to convince you that it's important. You obviously know that, so you're obviously curious as to what I can give you from my experience. But with that said, let's go to a quick disclaimer, okay? I am not a de expert. I did not go to school for it. I do not do that in my full-time job. As he said, I am a marketing manager at HubSpot. I do customer marketing. But I always say my nine to five is HubSpot, which I love, by the way. But my five to nine is the president and founder of Black Marketers Association of America, or BMAA for short. So a lot of what I'll talk about is gonna be from the experiences of BMAA and the experiences of my members. Cool, we're on the same page now? So let's get started. All right, let's start with a quick question. If you are not black, if you did not attend an HBCU, if you do not have a black friend, raise your hand if you know who this organization is. You're black. <laughs> so no. anyone else? No worries, we're all friends here. We're all cool, right? We're all good? Okay, great, so we're all friends. I'll tell you who it is. It is Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, okay? They were historically founded in 1920, and they're on the principles of scholarship, sisterhood, and service, and finer womanhood, of course. You can talk more about that, but that's not the point of why I brought them up, okay? So, they participated in the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade in 2020. So what happened when Macy's just called them a dance group? As you can see, it didn't go too well, right? We're marketers, we understand PR. Yeah, I see, this, I see the winch like, Ugh. Kind of a mess up when it was a simple Google search. You could have just figured out. Or I'm pretty sure Zeta Phi Beta told them who they were. We're marketers, right? We have these crazy things called boilerplates that give a nice summary of what the organization is. So all Macy's had to do, right, was just simply look at the boilerplate. And it probably wouldn't have went all over the world in different articles saying, whoops, we mislabeled them. So, how did they respond? They basically just said, oh, we're grateful we're having Data Phi Beta, the black sorority. Swept it on the rug, did a nice little correction post. But what happens to Macy's as a business? Did their financials tank? Did their brand reputation suffer? A small, maybe small, minor dip in the financials, but not a big deal to Macy's. I mean, it's fair to think that it wasn't a big deal since all they did was just say, hey, here you go. But what's missing from what happened here? There was no apology, no acknowledgement of what they did was wrong. All you see is, look who stepped things up. That's all you see. And mind you, this is on Twitter, so you only have a few characters, but I'm pretty sure someone in that team could have made it a little bit better. But you know what, that's okay. Let's, Let's talk about what we're talking about today. I know it's a little unorthodox to really start with all these stories, but it's gonna set the stage of what we're talking about. Okay, so I'm gonna give this quick agenda. We may mix things up a little bit just to wake you all up because it's after lunch, but I'm gonna try my hardest to keep you all awake to what's going on. But who am I? We talked about it earlier. I'm Natalie. I've been in marketing since I graduated with my MBA in 2015, so about seven, eight years. I've been in B2B marketing since then, so I've been in the space for a while. actually full-time since 2015, but since 2013, I've been in marketing. So that's kind of where I speak from. I'm a marketing practitioner, and that's who I am. So so we are on the same page for this conversation. Let's all come together to figure out what D, E, and I is here. You may hear different terminology, different definitions. We have that all the time in marketing. Some people say marketing is PR. Some people say marketing is advertising. So let's figure out what D, E, and I is right now. Okay, so basically it's a term used to talk about the policies and programs, right, that we're gonna talk about representing different diverse groups of people and thought. So remember the key here, programs, policies, that's what DNI and i is. It's not just a thought, not a trend, it's something that you're gonna actually put into place. Sound good? All right, great. I'm loving the head nods, you guys seem real engaged. You guys, I'm loving it. All right, so why is DNI and i important? Okay? Some people are gonna say, it feels good. It's the right thing to do. But the name of this session was, how does it help your business? So why is it important, not just because it feels good, but because it's the right thing to do, but why is it important overall to your business, okay? And while we're talking about that, let's think about some questions, okay? Let's look up here. Why is it important? We already talked about that a little bit. Why should it be a priority? Now here's the part that's a little tricky. Why was it not prioritized before 2020? I'm gonna pause on that for a second. Because some people may say, it was, Natalie. We prioritized it in our company. I did personally. But as a black woman standing here, it did not become a priority until 2020. Let it soak in for a second, okay? Why will D&I never go away? So, I talked about being over BMAA. One of the things we do for our partners, we tell them that it cannot, you cannot have D&I as a goal, as just a metric. It has to be an ongoing journey that you're ready to be a part of. If you don't have that, we may not be a good fit for you because this is going to be an ongoing thing that you're going to continually do, okay? And why is it so hard? Like, come on, y'all. I'm over BMAA, and it's hard, it's not easy. Like when I say my nine to five is HubSpot, but my five to nine is BMAA, make it like a five to five, from five a.m. to five a.m., 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Look at where I am right now. I'm here with you talking about DMI on behalf of BMAA. It's literally all I do. So why is it so hard? Let's, let's figure that out. Maybe we'll figure it out today, maybe we won't, but that's okay because what I hope to leave you all with today are some tips and tricks that you can take back. Action items, verbs. I don't know if y'all saw that campaign, verbs is what you do. Love that campaign, and I love verbs. So we're gonna do that, okay? All right, let's talk about the benefits of DE&I. Gonna skip that video really quickly, because we don't have time for that. (laughs) But the benefits of DE&I today, right? We're marketers, so we love brand reputation. Remember our Macy's example? We saw their brand reputation. Probably not the best, right? So brand reputation, we all understand that. Let's think about the cost savings. When you mess up a campaign, how long does it take or how much money and time do you have to spend correcting that big mistake? Take some time. And then we all see the stats, or at least I hope we have. Better financial performance. You're gonna see more money, more revenue with diversity nice better train of thought. So those are just the top three benefits that we all know about diversity. Are we all together? We all here? We are? Okay, great. Lovely. Y'all are wonderful people. So then now let's talk about the cons, the harm of not looking at DNI. Let's just ignore it and act like it's not there. Let's just see the problem go away. It's fine. I'm tunnel vision. It's, it's totally fine. All right. Lack of innovation. I'm pretty sure you guys could have guessed that. You probably won't have people really having new thoughts because everyone is the same. And I'm not going to get into how you can diverse on the surface level and have everyone look different, but all have the same train of thought. Be careful of that. We won't go into that too much today, but lack of innovation. The other one, loss of perception. The way you perceive things start to get very narrow because you're in this bubble of where everyone is thinking the same and everyone's thinking the same things so you miss that insight and as marketers that lack of insight is a killer in a market like we're in now especially when you're fighting for talent like raise your hands everyone knows we're in the great resignation right how many of you all have struggled with grabbing talent anyone yep Ooh, most of y'all okay great how many of you all have been hit up by recruiters Ooh. ooh almost everyone again all right so again we all know that insight is super important so we can't ignore it. And last one, potential harmful relevation. So we're gonna slow down for a little bit here. Cause I'm gonna say the word that we don't like to hear. When you ignore and I, you're probably a racist. I said the R word, oh my God, gasp. Oh, oh no, you're a sexist. Oh no, you're ageist. You're ableist all of these awful things that we hate to be labeled. And you think, oh, I'm not ignoring it, Natalie, so I'm not a racist at all, are you? Am I? Where are my blind spots? Think about it consistently. Am I consistently learning and asking questions, right? So we're gonna have a talk. This is a talk that every time I ask a black person if they had it, they all say yes. I've experienced it, she's experienced it, Bianca's experienced it. Sorry to call y'all out, guys. These are my BMA board members, guys, so I feel comfortable calling them out today. We're gonna talk, we're gonna look at this brief P&G campaign. Hopefully you all saw it, but it came out in 2017. But this video, I really want you all to take a look at for just a few minutes, okay? Who said that? The lady at the store. That is not a compliment. Listen, it's an ugly, nasty word, and you are gonna hear it. Nothing I can do about that. But you are not gonna let that word hurt you. You hear me? There are some people who think you don't deserve the same privileges just because of what you were like.
1: It's not fair. It's not. Remember, you can do anything they can. The
0: difference is you gotta work twice as hard and be twice as smart. Come straight home after practice. You got your ID? I guess I stop you. How's your review? We're good. You good? Yeah, you see? We're good. Okay. Good. Now, when you get pulled over? Um, I'm a good driver. Okay. Maybe. This is not about you getting a ticket. This is about you not coming home.
1: I'm
0: gonna be okay. Right?
1: Okay. 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 It's not fair. But you keep showing up.
0: You are not pretty for a black girl. You are beautiful, period. Okay? Don't ever forget that. So I know that was a little heavy. Now, by a show of hands, again, my black people, keep your hands down. How many of you knew this talk existed before? I like this group, I like this group. Y'all are awesome. Now, better question. Now that you know that it's existed, any of you, feel free to raise your hand or not. Talk to black people about ending the need to have the talk. Oh, kudos to you, kudos to you, kudos to you. I love this group, you guys are awesome. But it's real. Now, last one for this one. How many of you have shared this video with a white person? Uh-oh, uh-oh, how many of you, let's try this again, maybe I'll rephrase it. How many of you have seen the video, shared it with other, with other white people, colleagues, even? We'll get there, so you haven't. There lies a challenge right here. That's an action item right now you can take away. Don't be afraid to share it. I just told you right now, I know for a fact, I've asked my friends, I've asked BMAA members, this is not abnormal. That talk with the girl in the driver's seat, my dad had that talk with me. He said it has nothing to do with how you drive. It has everything to do with you coming home. I have a whole routine. When I get pulled over, I sit still with my hands at 10 and 2. If the officer comes, no matter what race, I I say yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. I tell him where my driver's license is. I ask for permission to get it out. I'm quiet, I'm passive. I'm not a passive person, just for, the, just for the record. I'm not a passive person at all. I can be a little casual, I can be a little crazy, but I already know my routine in my head. I already know that. So, now, let's ask another question that Robin brought up. Thank you, Robin, you're ahead of your head. Now, now that you've seen it, and now that you know why this is so important, how many of you are gonna share it with a white person after this? With a colleague? Kudos. Amen to you all. And if you're not there yet, that's fine, too, because there are things you can do. But be prepared that someday this should be on your list. So your first call to action. If you have not shared it with another white person before, share it. Share it at this conference. Tell them about it. P&G did a wonderful job. They did another one. We won't go through those today. But share it. Make sure people know so they understand. Make them uncomfortable. Let them know that there are tons of kids. You see how young that little boy was, that little girl was? We're having it all the time. One last question. How many of you that identify as white in here have that same talk with your kids? I thought so. You do? All right. You do. A Couple of you all, but most of you all know. All right, So let's move on. Let's talk about diversity and marketing, all right? All right, because I know this is heavy. I know this is a little hard, but we talked about it earlier. We said, why is it so hard? Because it makes us uncomfortable. It's not fun. Oh, I don't like it either, trust me. I have some ounce of privilege in me somewhere. But, it, but I have to do it, okay? All right, so let's talk about some things that are common that you wanna think about avoiding, right? You're not gonna hire a diverse talent. You're like, I don't know where to find them. We hear that a lot in BMA, right guys, right ladies? We hear that a lot. We can't find black talent. Where are the black marketers? I mean, you know, obviously, I know where the black marketers are. Chi, <laughs> Bianca, Amber in the back. Obviously we know where they are, because I mean, we're over BMAA. But we exist. I've met so many black marketers here that have come up to our booth and introduced themselves. We have a Slack, we have a public LinkedIn group, so if you want to join by all means, we won't push you away. We welcome you with open arms. But then you find us, you interview us and then you know hire us. So let's tell me you need to think about. Then you hire us, right? You hire a couple of us, yay, go us. Then you don't promote us. We're not ready. We don't have skills, don't train us, don't develop us. You just stay right here. Stay in your place. That's exactly what it feels sometimes as a black person hearing that. You, You just stay right here. This is where you belong, right? And of course, it goes back to not training them. Well, you're not ready, Natalie, so you can't get promoted. These are not personal stories. I'm just using myself, guys. You're not ready, so, and I haven't trained you, I haven't given you any resources, and therefore, I'm not gonna promote you, so here we are. But part of it also is, let's just say you invest in training the black talent. Well, the black talent comes in with tons of experience. Great experience, that's why you hired them. But then you devalue that experience. Well, you know, that's not really what we need. It's not not important. That's not what our current year goals are. Leadership is looking for something else. Really diminishing what that talent is bringing to the table. Big problem. And just for the record, you probably see I'm a fan of lists. So you're gonna see a few more lists today, okay? Then this one is the tricky one. Being unconsciously biased. And it's hard because you don't realize that you are biased. You start giving yourself excuses. Well, Natalie's great, but, you know, she doesn't have the exact experience I need, so I can't hire her. All right, Bianca's great, but it's just something not really sitting right. She's awesome, but she doesn't have the background I'm looking for. All of those start seeping in. And while some of them may be valid points, do you do the same thing with someone who has a similar background that doesn't look like any of the three ladies I just said? So it's kind of hard, but it's something we have to do. Do not do it, <laughs> let's do it. But these are common things that people do all the time. right? And then, the last one, underestimating. only giving me, Never giving me stretch projects. I'm gonna give Bianca good, I'm gonna give her all of the digital marketing things, even though I know she wants to go in something else. But that's all she can handle. That's all she's been doing. So I don't think she can do anything else. I'm not gonna stretch her, I'm not gonna push her, because that's all she can do and then I'm not gonna train her, I'm not gonna give her the resources, then I'm not gonna promote her. And what happens? We plan our exit strategy. And remember earlier, we all are in a space of the great resignation, and most of us in this room, I didn't raise my hand, but I should have, are getting poached regularly by other companies. So this is what we have to do. And while I said this is for marketing, of course this can be applied to accounting and things of that nature, but we know in marketing, let's talk about it, right? This is one way you can do it. If we're talking about you know, um, giving black talent or any diverse talent resources, send them to a conference. Cover it for them. Have them come to sessions. Maybe not this one, but maybe one of the go-to-market ones so they can learn how to be a better marketing practitioner, right? Whole nother conversation on how most black people get looked at for DEI only. We don't get <laughs> looked at for many other things. Another conversation for another day. But send them to a conference. Is there a great, you know, Certification they could take? I'm biased to HubSpot personally, obviously, obviously. But are there other ones that are great out there too that they could be taking? Does your company have tuition reimbursement for them? It's part of my list a little bit later, but wanted to give a little bit of actions in case anyone wanted to take notes right now, okay? So let's go to the next things, which is the next steps, of course. And we're gonna have time for questions, comments, concerns, because I would love to have a dialogue with you beautiful people, you guys are amazing. So, let's start with resources. Obviously, BMAA is gonna be first on the list. Um, one thing I love about the organization, even though I founded it, and of course, I am biased. However, we're all about the action, We're all about the verbs. So, if you are looking for talent, we have a job board. You can go on it right now, submit a job request, and it'll get in front of the black marketers. We'll make sure you put it on our social, make sure you put it in our Slack, we we'll put it in our public LinkedIn group. If you wanna post it in the public LinkedIn group, you can. You're looking for freelancers, we have a freelancer directory. Go for it. you look for black owned marketing agencies, we got a short list. You need some more? I'm pretty sure we can find it. So you don't really have an excuse for not finding the talent anymore. But what if you're saying, well, Natalie, we're not hiring. How can we still support? Great question. We have events that need sponsoring, marketing workshops. We just talked about training, right? We're gonna have some more things coming out in-person events that are gonna need sponsors. And if you have black talent and you don't have, and I'll get to that a little bit more later, an ERG or a D&I staff, why don't you pay for their BMA membership? It's really affordable. It's on the website. It's very self-serve and it's there, okay? So what else? There's an Alliance for Inclusive and Multicultural Marketing, so you may be looking for Different types of marketers and tips and tricks. And like I said, I'm not a DE&I expert. I'm just speaking from my experiences. So definitely check them out. I found them, and I'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. The Hispanic Marketing Council, okay? These are just a short list. And I say that because the last one, I'll jump to that and I'll go back to canaries in a second, is I just researched it. I just got on Google and just typed diverse marketing organizations. Hispanic marketing organization. Multicultural marketing organization. Go for it. The worst that could happen is you find something that doesn't quite work out for you, but that's when you ask. Because one of the things we do at BMA, we will connect you. We will say, hey, you know, we don't specialize in that. However, we do know another organization that is really great about it. So if you're looking for, say, black talent in PR, there's BPRSA. Black P- Public Relations <laughs> Society of America, I believe? Yep. You're looking for Black Journalists, National Association of Black Journalists, NABJ. Looking for people of color in communications, ColorCom, awesome. I'm naming these off the top of my head, however, they're also at blackmarketers.org. So while we serve black marketers, we also understand that companies have a need for more. And it's all free, it's all public. So you don't even have to always go to Google. You can start right here and network within your network. It's about expanding your network. Now, the last resource I personally know from working at the last company is called Canaries. Black woman, female-led and owned. It is a SaaS company. We love SaaS, right? We love tech. We love data. The way we worked at them at my last company, we have them come in, do a survey, and in the survey, they would break down. And it's, of course, optional. Not every employee has to take it, but it's great if they do. We encourage hiring managers to say, "Hey." We would love to get your feedback. You wanna be a more inclusive organization. Tell us what your thoughts are. And they would break it down in a way to, if you are a smaller organization and you're on the marketing team, I was on a small marketing team, it was me and one other girl, one other woman, sorry. They did not say the black women in marketing said this because they knew who it would come from. So then they would just say women in marketing, but I would be counted somewhere else for black women. So it may be of a greater team, be it the black you know, women of whatever department. And they really help you figure out the data and how to specifically do it. And I really loved it. And I'm a data fiend. Like that's part of the area of marketing I love. Yes, I'm a content marketer. Yes, I'm a customer marketer. But the data just uh, y'all y'all like data? Y'all like data? Okay. I was gonna say my loan in this data fiend when I'm like, oh look at the numbers here. Like who can I target here? Now of course I'm in customer marketing. But yeah, they are something, they're a great resource, I would say definitely look at, but it's pronounced canaries like the bird, but it's built with a K. Cool? Now here's my list, I love this list. The action items list guys, all right? Definitely love this one. If your company does not have a DE&I corporate policy, remember I talked about that earlier? We talked about DE&I. Remember we said programs and policies. So not just, DE&I is really great, we really wanna hone in on it in 2022. No, we don't just wanna hone in on it in 2022. We always want it to be a corporate value. So how do we do that? We create policies and procedures, and that is not something that's super simple. But you may wanna to talk to your leadership. Are they bought in? We all know about getting buy-in from leadership, right? Kind of kind of a pain sometimes, a little bit, but hopefully this information will help you. And of course, there are great companies we partner with. Home Depot's one of them. DoorDash is one of them. They have great D&I corporate policies and statements. We put those linked on our website as examples. Check them out. Work smarter, not harder, okay? The next one, hire a D&I full-time team. You know what we don't always like as an underrepresented minority, or as we're recoining the phrase, global majority, right? We don't like to be battling can you come speak on behalf of all the black people for free at work in addition to doing customer marketing? We don't like that. And usually you miss the mark. Because remember how some companies don't already train you, don't promote you, devalue what you bring, and then they add the heavy load of D&I, which we've already established as a group, it's hard, right? So why is it not in the budget? Because remember, it's a corporate value now. We've already got the policy, mind you, this is not in order. But mind you, we got the corporate policy, we, ha- we said it's a value, so we're gonna hire someone to handle this full-time. And preferably not just one person. Now you may say, Natalie, budget, okay, cool. Start where you need to start. Outsource if you need to, canaries, again, like I said, it's a resource. There are other resources you could check and use. But make sure you hire them full-time. Don't just tack it on to other people's jobs. Probably won't work out for you. And then you're gonna be like, well, we're not making any progress, probably because they have to pick and choose what's important, and they're most likely gonna pick the job, okay? Now, develop ERGs. Some of you may be in companies where are like, we're not big enough for that, we don't have enough uh, black population to have an ERG. Does everyone know what an ERG is? We're all good, 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 let me see, shaking heads, all right, cool. Just for the sake of conversation, employee resource group. Love HubSpot, I'm part of Black Hub, I'm actually on the Leadership Council, all right. Part of being on the leadership council, I get asked, what are your thoughts on this? What do you think about this? But I have a DE&I program manager I talk to regularly. It's a team of them, a gang of them. One of them's been There's a new one that's just come in. Um, there's a manager for I have a whole plethora of resources. But I also have my resource group. I have other black hub spotters that I can connect with and say, hey, I just got a question. And it's a welcoming, loving, warming space but let me tell you what else we have. We also have women at HubSpot, we have people of color at HubSpot, we have families at HubSpot, so you know, resources to help moms, dads, all those different types of things. So it doesn't have to be just, oh, we're only doing this for the women. We're only doing this for people of color. We're only doing this for black people. Think about what your company looks like and give them that resource and that space. And of course, if you're like, well, we don't have enough people yet, then that's when you come and you sponsor their membership to be a part of this organization while you continue to build your teams, cool? Cool, all right, so let's keep going. All right, develop your DE&I goals for the year. I know I just said corporate policy, I know I just said a corporate value, but you need to have goals, because something that my two lovely colleagues said yesterday morning in their session, if you don't measure it, it's not important. If you don't measure it, it's not important. So what are your goals? Do you have a goal to promote? talent? That's usually not seen. You have a goal to hire talent. Do you have a goal to increase your t- pipeline? What are those goals? Sit down with leadership, make sure they're bought in and make sure it's communicated and the company's brought in and communicated appropriately, right? Cool. All right. So w- we got quite a few, quite a few action items we can do, right? So now we talked about hiring talent. I am a big person on and retention. <laughs> How do you retain talent? Of course, talent may leave for more money. That sucks. But what is your retention strategy? Is it just, oh, let's just be nice. Let's just be happy. Let's just kind of ignore it. Let's have this conversation with them in our one-on-ones every week and say, are you happy here? Yeah, sure, I'm happy. What, What are you doing? What type of trainings are you doing for your hiring managers, right? In the B2B space, at least from a tech world, from my experience, it's a lot of young managers, a lot of first-time managers that are not used to working with people. So they don't know always what questions to ask, how to be a little bit more empathetic, things to think about. Remember we talked about that video at the top, and people didn't know a lot about it, and we haven't shared it? These are the things we need to be talking about, okay? So we're gonna not only create hiring strategies, but retention strategies. We wanna keep them. How are we going to keep these employees? And quiet as it's kept, if you start focusing on DE&I retention strategies, it ends up making the whole company's retention better. It's a little, little secret, little tip. So when your leadership asks, well, we don't have the time or the money to invest, you can say. If you wanna keep people, we have to do this. It's gonna hurt a little bit at first. It's gonna seem like it's a lot of time. You got other things to do. But remember, you can always just hire someone full time and they do it. Have your team, right? All right, let's keep going. Partner with organizations. Why reinvent the wheel? Why work so hard? I mentioned a few of them. I said we have more on our site. You need others. Why not ask for help? Remember, this is hard, right? We agreed, it's hard, right? I don't know about y'all, but it's hard for me. It's hard, so we have to work together collaboratively. Why don't we listen? And then we say, okay, this may work for us. We're not there yet, so we're not gonna do that. Put a pin in it. Don't be afraid to put a pin. I know y'all love that. I know y'all love that in your meetings. Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> Let's parking lot it. You know, yeah, see, you laugh. I love that. Let's parking lot that topic for today. But long as you're continually trying, that's something she said yesterday, try. You can't get any better if you don't try. If you keep ignoring it, we, we already talked about the negatives of ignoring D&I, right? But it happens, so you have to try. You may not get it right today, tomorrow, maybe not even next week, but you will eventually. So partner with lovely organizations, and I'm not just plugging BMAA. you may, may not wanna be a fit with us. There are other black marketing organizations out there. You find what's best for you and your organization, long as you're working to bridge that gap, okay? And the last one, start reflecting your D&I. <laughs> with marketing externally. Now you've done all this work, you've hired some black marketers, things like that. You know how many times I've done a marketing campaign and I didn't see anybody look like me? I thought that was weird, so bizarre, right? Hmm. I'm here, other people here, but I'm, I'm not there. Make sure you do that. Another resource we have on our site, stock photos for people of color. So you hired all of them and you're like, but I don't know where the stock photos are, Natalie. Don't worry, I got a list for you. I literally just sent my director of marketing another list of resources for stock photos for people of color. Stock videos. It's awesome. And again, remember I mentioned we have a list of black-owned marketing agencies? They could probably get you some stock videos and some stock photos. It's not hard. And the beauty is, is when you start, and again, it goes back to that partnering with other people, you start opening a whole world. Because we're a community-based group. Black people are. Once you meet one of us, out of ten, you're gonna probably meet like ten more people if we like you, that are our family. We we look at it all like family at this point. So make sure you reflect it. Now don't don't don't. don't I know I said this is out of order, but please do not go get stock photos of all these beautiful people of color, and then we go to your site and we look at leadership. It's nothing but white men. That's just. I'm just telling you. Like as talent, we kind of look at y'all like what. What is happening? <laughs> like, does someone not read the room? Or, oh, y'all are just doing this because it's trendy. Because it's 2022 and George Floyd died in 2020. Sorry, was killed in 2020. Yeah, no, don't do that. So again, it's not in order. But again, just reflect on this list because I love lists and love giving action items. And I believe I'm close to done. i only have like nine minutes left. But let's go back to this. All right, let's go back to some more thoughts and I'll give you the answer. Anyone have any more predictions on what happened with Macy's after what happened earlier? Anyone? I know you gave yours. All right, I'll give you the answer. Not a fan of giving answers, but it's fine. We're all friends here. They didn't receive much of a financial dip at all. Nothing really happened at all. However, as a marketer, we know, we know that that's not the whole story. This only happened in 2020. And I'll be honest with you, people won't forget, at least not the black community, who spends a lot of money. We spend a lot. Y'all probably look at the data. I know we're in B2B marketing. But a lot of companies are not just B2C anymore, they're also B2B. And I don't know about you all, have you heard heard the phrase B2B is now H2H? Human-to-human marketing? It's a lot more people in the diverse space that are coming into B2B, or avoiding B2B. for this lack of diversity. So what are you gonna do, right? So, I will say their financials didn't dip. When I looked at Q4 2020, they were fine. I looked again for 2021. Their financials are doing just fine, for now. But we know marketing is not just a short-term play. We know that sales only tells some of the numbers. We know how brand reputation works. I don't have to explain the whole works. You guys are marketers, you all get it. So, keep in mind about this. Check out Macy's, see what's going on. I don't know about you all, we say this in the black community, spill the tea. I'ma wash this tea, because it's really interesting. And black Twitter, I don't know if y'all know about that, but Twitter is full of tea to see what's going on.
1: So look at that. Natalie just does such a fantastic job of highlighting that, although it seems DE&I just entered the spotlight, it's actually been a priority for quite some time. So that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you all for joining us and be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast player of choice. We'd also love it if you could connect with us on Twitter and LinkedIn to share any thoughts or feedback you have about today's session. So that's it for today. Thank you again for tuning in. Take care.